Gentlemen, welcome to the Alpha M Podcast. Wherever you are right now listening to this, I want to thank you for your support. In this podcast, you'll get my views on lifestyle, self-improvement, and business, all in an aim to unlocking your confidence and helping you feel the best you can every day of your life. Also, at any time during this podcast or if any of my videos have helped you in the past, please feel free to leave a rating and a review on the platform you're listening to this. Five stars, of course, would be awesome, but I'll leave that up to you. Every week, we're going to read out and feature a few of my personal favorite reviews. So lock in and enjoy today's episode. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Alpha M Podcast. Today, I've got a very special guest by the way of Brazil. He is now residing in LA. He is a social media monster. He has uh, been on YouTube now for how many years, Alex? It's been like 11 years, eight years. It's been like a long time, nine, which we'll talk about. Nine years. <laughs> nine years, right. Long the old, time, the old, nine years. The old yeah. videos are, are the ones to watch, honestly, in my opinion. You are a monster <laughs> on YouTube with over 3 million subscribers. You're huge on TikTok, on Instagram. You have exploded. You are all over the place. You have businesses. You've got brand deals. You've been with all these sexy sponsors that I will never be with because <laughs> you have cleaner, better content than I ever will. And so, Alex Costa, thank you so much for being here. And I am so excited to talk to you a little bit about your journey, your story, where you're headed, and uh, where you've been. How you been? What an intro, man. Yeah, I'm right? Up. You, you hyped me up. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, especially coming from you, dude. You're you're killing it. You're crushing it. Um, thank you, man. I've been good. I've been very good. I've been busy. You know, 2021 is off to an amazing start. And I'm just excited. You know, 2020 was definitely just a weird year. Um, so I'm excited to to get this all in order and, and keep pushing along in 2021. I live vicariously through you and your travels. <laughs> you, you, like last year, like I'm sitting there like at home and Alex, like you guys got COVID and then it was like, you know what? Screw it. Like, let's go travel, right? Let's go do exactly. things. We got this. We got a few months of these antibodies in me. Let's do it. So my first question is, you know, I think your story is incredible. You are not native to, or you're, you're an immigrant, right? And, uh, you know, you came here, you yeah. grew up in Brazil. Tell everybody a little bit about your story because and that's one of the interesting things. When you actually go back to your earlier YouTube videos, they're not in English, right? They were in Portuguese, Correct, right? man. So yeah, so I'm, I'm Brazilian. I grew up in Brazil. I moved to the US when I was 13 years old. Didn't speak a word of English. Uh, definitely got, you know, bullied in school because I was an immigrant, couldn't speak English, couldn't dress the way the American guys, you know, dressed. Um, and that was one of the biggest reasons why I started on this journey. And yeah, man, when I started YouTube, I was doing video gaming content in Portuguese. So I was, you know, posting myself playing Call of Duty, playing GTA, even dabbled in Minecraft a little bit there. Definitely was not my game in Portuguese. And then everything changed later on. But that is that's how I started. How did you how did you identify that that? that point at which it was like, you know what, I think it's time to talk about men's style or grooming or how did you make that that shift? What was that? What was sort of like the light bulb? You know, it wasn't easy. What, what happened? Yeah, it was definitely it, a few things, actually. So number one, um, I wasn't happy playing video games anymore. I wasn't enjoying it as much as I used to anymore. So for me, I was like, I don't really want to be doing this. This is not something that is sustainable because I'm not happy shooting this content. I'm not happy playing video games. So what am I going to do? Two, um, posting content in Portuguese, the, the return on, on that is not very good if you live in the US. You know, the, the, the US dollar is so much stronger than the Brazilian real. So if I'm going to get paid in reals, it's just, 
I, it's not sustainable. I'm not gonna be able to make a business out of this. Uh, and then three, when I started showing myself playing video games, showing my face, showing what I was wearing, it was funny because guys started asking me, hey, you, you like work out and stuff. Like, how do you do that and game? You do your hair and your game? You have a girlfriend? How is that possible? <laughs> and I'm like, maybe that's something that I should discuss, yeah. you know? Let's talk about this for a second. And, and it just became bigger and bigger. So those were the, the signs for me to, to really be like, you know what, let's dive into this. And I think there's there's an opportunity here that what was the really what good. was the first video that you did that was not gaming related? Do you remember what the topic was? I think it was like my favorite purchases of 2015 or like what's in my bag. It was one of those like my favorites, you know, and I I was like, let's just dabble and see. And I talked about I talked about a bag. I talked about sunglasses had nothing to do with gaming. And he got more views than my gaming videos, and I enjoyed it way more. It's a, it's just a more creative video. It's more personal, and that to me was was a big sign. And then the second video I did that kind of blew up was a video with Anthony, mm -hmm. uh, the Luca at the time. I flew over to Toronto. We hung out. We shot this collab, and the video got over a million views. And it was about hair. I think it was like how to grow of your hair. Of course, it was about hair. That's all Anthony like was that. doing. Right? And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? What is Anthony yeah, doing? Yeah, he has the he best hair, now? you know? You, I haven't he, He's opening a massive studio in Toronto, dude. You should check it out. It's beautiful. Uh, it's like a creative space for YouTubers and creative creatives in general to go there and do their podcast. And there's an editing bay. There's, a, I mean, everything. It's, really? It looks amazing. It's very Anthony. Like it's, Oh, that's it looks incredible. Like, yeah. And so, so you started doing the, the, the men's lifestyle sort of content. You, what year did you start working yeah. at Google? Because that's the other thing. You worked for YouTube, right? I did, yeah. So 2015, I started working for Google in April. Uh, it was one of those crazy things. You know, when I got the job, I couldn't believe it. Called my mom, I cried. I got my, called my dad in Brazil. I'm like, hey, I got this job <laughs> at Google. Because that's something they understand. You know, they're like, yeah. he works at Google. It doesn't even matter what he does. <laughs> like, they didn't exactly yeah, yeah. know what I was doing. So I worked there for three years. I learned as much as I could, and my job was to basically be the point of contact for YouTube creators at YouTube. So all these gaming creators came to me, and I relayed their message to the big YouTube you know, business uh, so that people at YouTube could understand these gamers. And that, that was my job for three years. Well, it's funny because I was invited out to LA, I guess it was last year sometime. Um, actually, it must have been the year prior to that. It, it, time is sort of flown. Anyway, I got invited out to this like this dinner, right? With it was, you know, one of the, the head people at, at YouTube. It was a few other creators. It was a very small, like intimate sort of gathering. But some of the people that were there were actually, you know, worked for YouTube. And they were like, oh, I said, yeah, I just was out and I, it was when I came out and shot that video with you and, and yeah. Joe. And, um, and it, it was literally that night. And I remember the women there that were that were worked for YouTube were like, yeah, you, you were with Alex. He obviously figured something out that we didn't figure out. Because like, <laughs> here you are, like, you know, you used to work for YouTube. And then you're like, you know, screw this. I'm going to go out and, and do my own thing. And now, like, look what happened. Like, you blew up. Um, so, so you... So you basically like blew up. At what point did you decide, okay, I'm gonna do this for a living. I'm not gonna have like this other job, moonlighting, because I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, not, not just entrepreneurs, but, but YouTubers in general, you know, you do it, you start it, because you're like, yo, I love this. Ultimately, the dream is to do this full time, but there's, 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 there's a fear associated with that as well, you know, because you know, here you are, even though you were you know, probably making you know, good money on this channel, 
there's still that security that comes along with the nine to five job. And so for you, what was the decision-making process like? It's like, all right, was it you had a plan where, all right, if I can reach this much of money, you know, revenue for, you know, X number of months, I'm going to quit my job. What was that process? Yeah, man, it was one of the hardest decisions, if not the hardest business decision that I had to make, because like you said, Google, you know, was just a safe job. It was a great nine to five job, very respectable. I made six figures. It was you know, I had all the benefits, the Google benefits, which everyone talks about, and they were amazing. And I got to travel the world with Google. And I started doing my channel, you know, obviously way before them. So when I got hired at Google, I said, hey guys, the one thing that I cannot let go of is my YouTube channel. Is that okay? Can I still run that on the side? And they said, yes, actually we would love that because it means that you're getting time with our product, with YouTube, and it can relay that information to us. Let us know what you think. So I was like, cool, accept the job. And, you know, I continued to do it. I never stopped. And I, it was really tough, man, to work nine to five in a job that really takes a lot out of you because I'm working with such smart people, you know, trying to, to do a good job here. And then I get home and I have to shoot YouTube, YouTube videos. So I was a zombie for, for a couple of years there. It was really difficult. But my YouTube channel started to get traction. Shot that video with Anthony. It did super well. I switched over. In about 2016, I switched 20, yeah, beginning of 2016, I switched over to men's fashion. And that's when my channel started to do well. I started to work with bigger brands and get bigger brand deals. And I figured there is definitely a way to do this and to go full time. At Google, I could work here forever. I could retire and, you know, mm. I'll, I'll get raises every year. It's a great job. But with YouTube, myself, with my own business, I mean, you could grow exponentially so fast, you know, if you actually do it right, if you actually put all the effort into it. So if I take that nine to five time that I was inputting into Google and put it all into my own business, I, I was just sure that it was gonna happen. I was just sure of it. And even though I was sure of it, there's still that 1%, like you said. I was like, I think I can make this work. I'm pretty I'm pretty damn sure. Um, but there was no plan B for me. It's, it's not like I was gonna go back to Google or anything like that. I was like, this, this is it, you know? And honestly, it was about saving enough money to be able to have um, a little bit of comfort there while after I quit, because obviously I went from making pretty damn good money to like making way less as soon as I quit, mm. let go of that salary. So I had to save a specific amount of money in my head. I'm like, if I can save this much, then I can quit. And then 2017, 2018 will be all about growth. And uh, that's, that's how it happened for me. So two thousand, you said two thousand eighteen. I quit. Twenty eighteen was the the year that yeah, you were full time. I, I quit January twenty eighteen. Okay, God, it seems like it, it seems like that was so recent, but it seems like you've been doing this, you know, for much longer, and obviously you have. But talk a little bit about about some of your other businesses because not only are you a content creator, you are an entrepreneur. Um, and so this is kind of where I, I love. I love talking about entrepreneurship. I love talking about starting and building businesses. Um, when I came out there for, to, to meet you, there, you had just got finished or started a, a collaboration with, with uh, Nordstrom, the, yeah. the BP yeah, by right. Alex Costa, right? And so I was curious, you know, it was such a big brand. It was such a big, you know, sort of hyped up thing. I was worried that it would never live up to the expectations or the sort of the, you know, it's like when you think about that, it's like it, it, it's built up so much that it better perform or else it's going to be a disappointment. What yeah. ended up happening with that? Because I haven't heard anything since then yeah. about the collaboration. Is it still going on? Did you guys break ties? Yeah. Is it still so kind of like 
it was never actually meant to be a forever thing, a permanent brand. Basically, Nordstrom was relaunching one of their brands called BP, and they were relaunching men's and women's, and they needed a guy to really push that launch and a girl to push that launch. So they got Claudia Saluski. She's an amazing, um, you know, women's lifestyle influencer. And then it got me and we pushed this for about, it, it was a six month deal, you know? And they said, of course, we can talk later, whatever. Um, it did well. Like we literally sold out within the six months. We sold out. I did my job. We did everything that we could. We had an amazing launch party. Um, and then they said, okay, cool. We launched the BP. It's back up. And that's it, you know? So we've, we've had a few chats after then. Um, and then they stopped when COVID hit because Nordstrom obviously yeah. took a massive hit because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't chatted since then. Uh, would love to do something again, but honestly, you know, to be quite frank, I, I probably wouldn't do it with Nordstrom. I would just do my own brand and just mm -hmm. put it into Nordstrom at this point. But I learned, I mean, Aaron, I learned so much from them. You know, oh, yeah. It was, it was, oh, yeah, yeah. So valuable, so valuable. No, absolutely, absolutely, and and honestly, it's 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 also like a feather in your cap, right? Because yeah. like you yeah. know, you you did something with a major, you know, arguably, in my opinion, probably the top sort of you know department store in the country. I mean, there are a lot, there are higher end department stores, but in terms of a department store that that really has has done a great job, sort of you know, not you know succumbing to all of the pressures of you know going super cheap now they have changed their model a bit over the years but i would say that nordstrom is is the one you know big brick and mortar that that definitely has figured some stuff out better than other brick and mortars and so that is a huge feather in your cap talk a little bit you mentioned something about hey i would just do it myself you did um a hair product company recently yep. that was kind of like your first big other than the the bp with alex costa the, the, the hair product industry or business was, was kind of like your first like big baby, right? Exactly, man. Like all, yeah. all you. And so talk a little bit about that process. Um, you know, I have a grooming company as well. What was the process? What made you think, you know what? I, obviously it wasn't a hard connect the dots. You know, so much of your content <laughs> is about hair. Yeah. So much, you know, so many of your it audience was... and your followers trust you to help them. And so why? You know, how did that happen? What what was the what was what was that process like? Exactly. I mean, it's exactly what you said. You know, it, it was such an easy, natural, organic fit for me to talk about hair products, and of course, make my own, develop my own hair product. You know, I was promoting a lot of different hair products at the time because I didn't have my own, and I was like, why am I promoting all of these different brands when I can really develop a product for my followers because I know that I know what they want, I know what they like, I see the conversions for you know, these products that I'm that I'm promoting on my channel. So why would I not have my own and just do a, an amazing job? Hopefully, you know, at the start, that's how I thought. Maybe mm -hmm. I'll make a really banger product and it will sell really well. So I, we decided to start with one product. That's all we had the money for. That's all we had the time for. And we launched the Forte. What Clay. was your initial investment? What was your initial investment in that type? I of think it was probably like 30 grand of my own money. But then I have two business partners and they put some money in as well. You know, so mm -hmm. it wasn't crazy expensive, but it also wasn't cheap. But I always like, I always like, I always like asking those type of questions because you know, for you, it was a, it was a bigger. I, I assume that that your product was a custom formulation, correct? It was. Yeah, it took it took a you, long, you through, way longer than we expected. <laughs> yep, 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 yeah. yep. I saw a bunch of different iterations that you were you were talking about. Um, and and so so for me, when I started Pete and Pedro, I started with the the white label you know, situation where it was yep. like, hey, for $3,000, I started a line, I, you know, sourced a bunch of different products. 
And you know, I, I found the ones that I liked, and, and I loved them, and, and you know, put my label, and it was an easy way to sort of integrate into a business like that. But for you, going custom on your first run, you know, when I started, I had a, a smaller audience, right? I also had, had, I felt like it was a risky sort of undertaking, and I didn't know what I didn't know. You had the experience of working with these other brands. You had experience of driving a message, doing content, and actually selling things. So you had, I guess, more confidence that it was a wise investment to invest, you know, 30,000 bucks is a ton of money, right? Yeah. And so, you know, to actually do that, that is like super like, I believe in myself. And it's a scary undertaking, but I guess, you know, you had gotten to the point where you were, you were already, you know, crushing it on, on a different level. So it was, hey, you know what, I'm gonna do this. What's the worst thing that happens, right? Exactly, you know, and I, I looked at Pete and Pedro, I looked at Blue Mon, who was, you know, doing a great job. I'm, I'm friends with Joe as well. And I was like, this is going to work. This has to work if I have the right product for my audience, which I believe I can, I can develop, it's gonna work. And that's why it took so long for us to develop this product because I was like, everything is riding on this one product. So it, it needs to mm -hmm. be good. And it took us a while. And the, review, and the reviews were great too. Their reviews yeah. were great too. I mean, a lot of you know, the, the online hair community, you know, they, they, <laughs> they, 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 they like a good product and they definitely, <laughs> you sort of you know got behind you and and really yeah. loved your product and so then you came out with another product exactly yeah so we had the clay for uh almost a year like eight months ten months and then th then you grew your hair and you were like yo i need another product now <laughs> I, dude well the problem is like I, I, it's hard for me to advertise my own products now because i can't even wear the clay because nothing holds this yeah. thing together you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> i'm like i need to shoot ads for forte but i can't do it with this hair so i need to find models it's, it's a yep. thing, but a couple more months maybe, and then I'll, I'll, I'll chop it off. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, we launched four new products, man, in July. You know, we full, you, it's the molding paste, the argan oil, the shampoo, and the conditioner. So that was an amazing launch for us because we went from having one product to five. And obviously, you know, the average um, value per order is going to go up, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So that for us was, was huge, was really huge. It completely changed our business. Um, to be quite frank with you, I haven't taken a single dime from Forte since we launched. Not a single dime. I've only put money into it, put time into it, promoted it on my channel. And you know, the, the plan is to continue to grow it. And we're launching three more products next month. And then we're launching like a slew of products this year. I think we have, I think we're gonna have a total of like 13 products by the end of the year, wow. which very pumped about, yeah. So obviously, has it lived up to your expectations? Has it exceeded your expectations? What Tell me about, about that. Yeah, it was, at first, it, it's, I mean, we sold so many right away. And that was, I was like, wow, this is awesome. This is amazing. Uh, we sold out at one point and it took a little while to, to restock, but we only had one product and it was 21 bucks. So, I mean, there's only so many clays you can sell to the same audience. So that's why we really needed to get these new SKUs out. And that's what we did last year. Um, so now, I mean, after we launched those four new products, it, it really, now it's, it's really worth it for us. It really makes mm -hmm. sense. And I, I love the brand, dude. I really love working on the brand. I just literally had a two hour phone call with my business partners right before this. And How did I'm, you meet I'm them? excited. That, that, that's another question because business yeah. partners are a tricky, a tricky business. Right, I know, you, and I you got know, so I, lucky, Aaron. I got so you? lucky with mine. How did you meet him? Um, Who are these people? So, so Ben used to work at Bluemon. He was a co-founder of Bluemon, and he, uh. I mean, he knows <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he, knows, I didn't know this. This is yeah, this is the good this stuff. World. Okay, yeah, exactly. 
so he's he's one of my business partners and then he found brian who's was a friend of his and brian is a machine dude brian is so good at what he does he will work all day to make sure the logistics are perfect the branding is perfect the messaging is there uh and then i'm good at what i do i'm good at making this these products look incredible on camera you know i i my hair is weird right now but besides that like obviously i know creating content i know that world mm -hmm. so the three of us we make a really good team so that's interesting though did that cause any problems with joe it didn't because ben was actually like on his way out um they had that for a while and then ben was already looking for another venture mm -hmm. um you know at first joe was actually going to be a partner too so we went back and forth with contracts and it got too messy really? and we just said let's just part our ways like joe's my friend we're actually going away to big bear snowboarding on monday like we're good buddies um no hard feelings there whatsoever yeah, yeah. oh that's excellent yeah. that's great to hear and so another business that you do is a membership website yeah okay tell me about that tell everybody a little bit about that sure man so i started this membership website called uh, the inner circle and it we started it in july of 2020 and it was something that we started because of covid because i was home i wasn't traveling anymore so i'm like you know what let's take this time and do something with it and everyone else was home right okay. so i'm like maybe i can teach virtual classes i can do these master classes uh i ended up talking to a few people who have online courses and i met this one guy mikhail and he's amazing at what he does he's worked with ty lopez before he really understands this, this business mm -hmm. and he said let's create a course for men and for with everything that you teach on youtube but way more condensed way more educational all in one place instead of like seven minute videos we'll do like 45 minute videos um so that's what we did and we wrote for like four or five months the whole thing and we decided to launch it in, in July. So it's a $47 a month membership and you get access to, I mean, there's probably like 50 videos at the moment and we keep adding videos pretty much mm -hmm. every week or two. And you, you get dripped, you know, every week you get a new video. It's um, videos about maintaining a positive mindset, about communication mm -hmm. skills, about style, of course, hairstyles, um, mm -hmm. everything that I teach on my YouTube channel, just way more educational, way more structured. And yeah. there's also, I think the biggest, opportunity in the inner circle is a community because it's a lot of guys who are paying to be there these guys yeah. want to be successful these guys want to grow want to grow so yeah. now what we're seeing now that the group is, is bigger we're seeing people connect with each other and conduct calls by themselves you know yeah. teaching themselves hey how do you do your hair how do you dress you know yeah, yeah. you have a girlfriend how did you so that to me is amazing has that lived up to your expectations that that course? um it's okay right now in yeah. my opinion, we have so much to grow. Yeah. And what we, the inner circle, when we started it, it was basically just like the starting point. So now we're going to launch a bunch of additional products around the inner circle, other courses to supplement it. And that's yeah. when I think it'll get really interesting. And that's where we are right now. Membership websites are, are kind of tough. At least they were for me. I, um, years ago, I started um, a membership website where I thought, oh, I'm going to, you know, and but for me, it was like, oh, let me charge something that everybody can afford. It was like $9.95 a month, right? Yeah. And, you know, the amount of content that I had committed to, to putting out was like three, three pieces of content per day, Monday through Friday. And so it was just this, the, just this like insane, like I literally, Alex, am I like, my like unpublished videos on YouTube, I've got like 3000 unpublished videos. Wow. It's crazy. Wow. And, and it's so much, so much so that I said to, um, I, in my will, 
I went and did a will. This is like grown-up stuff that's not fun to talk about. Dude, I did that last week. Mine got yeah. done last week. So and it was I, I horrible. Know. Like for me, like I cried like when I was doing it, like thinking through everything. And and so it was horrible for me. Um, but it's something that grown-ups have to do, right? And so yeah. part of my part in my will, I have you know earmarked money for my assistant to continue every day putting out those unpublished videos every once a wow. day for the next like X number of years just to continue that ad revenue to come in that my family then can can still you know have and so it's exactly. a way for for me to sort of you know continue to put like I'll be dead and there'll be videos going out like every day from from me for like literally Dude, like a quick quick four years. side note how funny is that that we have to include our YouTube channels and social media channels on our will it is you it's know, actually it, pretty it, interesting it's crazy so so talk a little bit about um, you know, oh, back to back to the membership website. So I had this mm -hmm. membership website that I, you know, thought was going to, you know, just absolutely crush it, and people were going to pay. To, and and it ended up, you know, I mean, this was back probably five years, six years ago. I think at the time I was making like maybe a hundred thousand dollars a year. It was so little in term, in relative to, or in relation to the amount of effort and time I was putting in. Yeah. And so I decided to get rid of that and just, you know, sort of double down on on the YouTube. And this was on. This was also, I believe, before like Pete and Pager. So it had to be probably like eight years ago. But but it's just for me, it was a lot of time and you know, it's also living up to the expectations that people have. And so for me, it was, it was tough. It was tough. For that it's, membership it, it is exactly. That's, that's the struggle that I'm going with right now. I want to make sure that everyone's happy. And also financially speaking, you know, for me, it really needs to make sense for the amount of content that I'm posting there every day. You know, I post on the Facebook group. I, I shoot the videos. Um, I do live streams once a month. I post on a close friends, my Instagram story. I add them to my close friends. So I have to maintain that and keep posting content there. So it's, it, it's a lot of work. So we're not where we want to be yet in terms of members, but I think it's, dude, I've talked to some of these guys one-on-one -on -one and they've grown so much and it, it feels right. Like I know yeah. that I'm doing something right. I know I'm helping them. So I want to, I want to grow this and yeah. that's where we are right now. The uh, speak a little bit about work, because one of the things that always has amazed me about you is that you are putting out so much content. You know, YouTube is one thing you're putting out for, you know, around four to five videos a week, right? So yeah. that's one thing. But then on top of that, you are making these really sexy, cool videos for TikTok, for Instagram. Um, you also do a lot of content with your girlfriend. And yeah. so, you know, the first thing I want to really talk about is, you know, when you started dating Ravi, your girlfriend, she wasn't really like that big of a, she wasn't like a, a, a social media person really that much, was she? Right. No, but now a, she is. She was a dentist and social yeah. media person on the side. Really? Uh, and yeah, and she wasn't supposed to move to LA. She just came here to visit. Um, and dude, we just got along so well. And she never went back to Australia. And now she came really? because of COVID. Uh, so I kind of kidnapped her. <laughs> but 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 you guys you guys do a lot of content together, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that much. It doesn't feel like it's that much. We, tr we try, you know. Realistically speaking, look, dude, I have 95% male audience, as I'm sure mm -hmm. the same for you. Yeah, that's not the audience that she needs for her business to succeed. So I try to actually post her as little as possible because otherwise I'm just feeding all these male, this male audience over to her channels. And that's not what she needs right now. Mm -hmm. um, so we feature ourselves like strategically, um, you know, on each other's social media channels. But, you know, I, I try to be on her vlogs to make just to make it more interesting because we mm -hmm. know that she has a lot of my audience on her channel. 
and I try to be on her reels because that performs really well, a couple stuff. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but that's pretty much it. Okay, how do you yeah. balance being an influencer, two people being influencers in a relationship? Like, where does the line, like, how do you, do you guys like just say, F it, I'm gonna have like, I'm not doing anything on Saturday or Sunday and we're just having like us time. How do you, because I know it like, when you vlog, now you're not a vlogger, but you know, <laughs> when, when you vlog, it's really hard to sort of like shut it off. How do you guys shut it off and sort of compartmentalize like, okay, this is work, this is relationship, or is it sort of blurry and kind of fuzzy? You know, it's funny, I was having this conversation with her the other day and the only arguments that we have, we get along super well. The only arguments that we have is content arguments. Like, oh, I gotta shoot this, oh, but I'm tired. Oh, but you didn't get this photo. Those are the only arguments. We don't, we never argue about anything else, which, which is a good sign. And, and it's, even then it's very rare. Um, we don't really have those limits, to be honest with you. It's more of like, it's a lifestyle. It, it mm -hmm. really is, we're always on, we're always posting content. On Sunday was the first time they were like, let's take some time off. And even then we started our day off at like 3 p.m. on a Sunday, you know? We watched yeah. a couple of like movies or something like that and that was pretty much it. Um, but yeah, man, it's, we're always on. I was shooting videos until 11 p.m. last night. She's do it. she's such a hustler too. So mm -hmm. it's inspiring. You know, we, we hype each other up, we help each other out. So we, we get along really, really well. And we so, help each other out with content. Speaking of helping, um, your family, your brother, yeah. right? You have two brothers. I have two younger brothers, yeah. Two younger brothers, and they both work for you? They do, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so talk a little bit about that, and that's something that I think is really inspiring. Um, you know, I met one of your brothers when I was out there, but then I, I think all of a sudden I saw another brother, I'm like, wait a second, he's got more than one brother. <laughs> they, they, they both help you. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they help you with, with content, they help. Talk a little bit about that, that relationship and how your family has sort of come into your business and why you have chosen to sort of do some of these things with them as opposed to hiring somebody who you don't have to be, be buddies with or family with, I should say. Or is that yeah, the reason you know. why you do it because you trust them? Yeah, I think it's, it's a little bit of both. It's, for me, it does not make sense for me to be successful and for them to not be successful. It just does not make sense because then I wouldn't be happy. That may, like if I want to go on a trip somewhere and I can't bring my brothers because one, they can't afford it, afford it or for whatever reason, it just does not make sense to me. So I need to make sure that they are with me, you know, they're growing with me. At the time, uh, my brother William, when I when he first started working for me, he, he wasn't really doing anything special with his life. He was like, ah, I don't really know what to do. He was a little lost. I'm like, dude, start writing my scripts, start uh, helping me with engagement. Um, posting my videos for me, you know, helping with the description and, and all that. And he's like, okay, I'll do that. So we started small and then it became a bigger and bigger job, bigger role on my channel. He's been working for me for about two and a half years now. He actually ended up moving to LA. So he lives here in LA now from, from he moved from Tampa. And yeah, so we've been working together for two years. He writes my scripts. He helps with community management. He posts everything on twi Twitter and Facebook for me. So he, he's a big help. And then my brother, Victor, who's actually here right now upstairs shooting with Robbie, he shoots all my TikToks and he just moved to LA in July of last year, right in the middle of COVID. So he hasn't mm -hmm. even enjoyed LA whatsoever, <laughs> but I know he's, he's a little pissed about it. But, you know, he shoots all of my TikToks. So we do once a week, we shoot TikToks, seven videos, one for every day of the week. And then Robbie does kind of something similar. So they're shooting right now and they shoot pretty much all day to get those, those that, that content. And, it's just, I'm happy to have them here with me. 
You know, yeah, yeah. I think, could I find somebody that has more experience? Yeah, of course. My, my brothers, they weren't a script writer and an editor before, but they're, they're growing into it. They're, they're training, they're becoming better. And now they're getting jobs from different people. My brother Victor is actually editing Brett Maverick's vlogs. He's editing Robbie's <laughs> vlogs. You know, so he's editing my Inner Circle videos. So he's getting a lot of work, which is awesome. And you know what? And the bottom line is, you, I think you nailed it on, on the head earlier. It's, it's about, you know, it, it, if it wasn't, you succeeding by yourself is not really fun, right? And, exactly. and it's not as rewarding as being able to do it around people that you love, that you trust and help basically lift everybody up. And um, they help you, they support you, you trust them, which is, you know, which is something that you probably have figured out at this point is, is, is invaluable, right? It's invaluable. So, it's, it's hard to trust someone, you know, with your, with your brand, with your babies. And, you know, I, they have access to my YouTube channel, to my Twitter, to my Instagram, you know, that's, it would be hard for me to give that up to someone else. So what is the next, say, 24 months. So what is, what is next for you? I, I, I hear about the, the launching of the, the new hair products and the new Forte line. You know, other than that, like what is, what is sort of getting you excited? What is next for you in terms of, is there a business? Is there, you know, types of content you want to put out? What, is, what, is, what does it look like for you, Alex? Yeah, a couple of things. Uh, for sure, the new businesses, you know, I want to make sure that I'm, that I'm create, developing new businesses that are going to be very successful for me and my business partners and all the employees and everyone involved. Um, I really, I'm really getting into real estate investments at the moment. So that's been, I just want to make sure that I'm doing something outside of content and products, you know, which is just amazing. But I want to make sure that I'm doing something um, diversified. Just so that you exactly have. you have to do that you know you never know i mean look at COVID. it changed everybody's lives we never know when that's going to happen again something similar that could actually affect us because we lucked out this time thankfully we did okay yeah um but who knows so what type of yeah. what type of real estate do you and are you looking at or have you done any real estate investing yet other than i know you you built your home um yeah. What, you know, tell me, I love real estate. I, I, own a, I own a bunch of real estate. And so that gets yeah. me excited. So I'm yeah. trying to be more like you is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I mean, basically, <laughs> you're a machine, by the way, dude. You're a machine. I mean, props to you. You know, you've been doing this for, for a very long time. So you're, don't remind you're, me. Continue don't remind to crush me. it. <laughs> but no, seriously, um, like what type of real estate? Real estate I love. Yeah, it's, it's I think so. So right now, the first I'm, I'm looking at a, a few places in Florida just because, first of all, they're very affordable, easy to get into. And the rent is it, it makes sense. And then also looking at places in Palm Springs as Airbnb. So short term rental in, in mm -hmm. Palm Springs and then long term rental in, in Florida. That's so what Florida I'm would be right would be homes or would it be like apartment apartments? Complexes? Oh, really? Just yeah. Apartments. Yeah. How many apartments? That's, I'm looking to get this year just a total of two or three properties. That is it. Yeah. One in Palm Springs, one in Florida. Start small, see how it goes. Obviously, okay. interest rates are really low. It makes sense. And California is impossible to do that, right? I mean, it's so expensive. I'm this close to moving out of here, dude. Not going to lie you, to you. You uh, and everybody else, right? You follow yeah. like Graham, Graham Stephan or any about mm -hmm. of those guys, right? I do. Everybody's taking off. They're like, I no. Do. Peace, LA, sorry. The taxes you know. are crazy. Everything is closed. Like I live in an amazing area and I'm paying so much to live here, but there's nothing to do. So why am I spending so much money to be at home? You yeah. know, so it, does, it just doesn't make sense. Where, um, would, you, where would you move if, if you were to move somewhere? Florida? I'm actually looking at Austin right now. Really? Yeah. Have you, have yeah. you been to Austin? 
I've been to Austin a few times. Austin's expensive yeah. as hell too, but that is a, a really, oh God, but it's a super cool city. I love Austin. It's so nice. It's still young, vibrant, you know, it's cool The you know, the tech industry is moving there. No state income taxes, which is huge, you know, and it's still more affordable than LA. So it, 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 it makes sense. We're just far from the ocean. So Robbie's a little bit, she's not yeah, sure yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> she loves when, do you think you'll, when do you think you'll make a decision? Um, but by the end of the year, we'll figure this out. We have really? a trip planned to Austin next month. She hasn't been and that's there, your, so I want to make sure and she's that's happy. Your, okay, but you've been there. I've been there a bunch of times. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, so in, in closing, Alex, um, real quick, tips for the aspiring entrepreneur. What is the, your, your number one Alex Costa tip if you're somebody who is wanting to basically do something amazing and um, you know, want to, wants to get out of the nine to five or has an idea for a business? You know, what is your number one piece of advice? Yeah, I think especially if you're trying to get out of your nine to five is you you have to put in a lot of work after hours. You d that's just how it is. You know, a lot of people think I'm going to quit this job, this nine to five, and then I'm going to start working on this other thing. And that is not how you should do it, at least from my personal experience. You do both for a long time. You, you have to do both. It's going to it's going to suck. But you have to do both until you have a better understanding of how that business is going to work and if it's going to work. Um, that's how it worked for me. You know, I did both for a very long time. And when I was ready, it, it, it felt like a plunge, but I, I knew that I had a safety net. You know what I mean? I love it. So, yeah. So that's what I would highly recommend. And then if you're trying to start something and you don't know what to start yet, you, know, you don't know what your passion is yet, then uh, look at what you like to spend time doing if it's playing video games if it's watching movies if it's being online on reddit like what do, what are your passions what do you like to do and try different things you know try a bunch of different things you can't just try one thing because if that fails then you got nothing else so i, I dude i've worked in so many different jobs landscaping domino's <laughs> pizza like you know I've, i was an emt yeah i've man. done everything um and I didn't like those. <laughs> this yeah, is what yeah. I like. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, but I wouldn't have known that if I didn't try it. I, and I shot so many, I mean, thousands of free YouTube videos where I was paying for the equipment. I was spending that time. I was getting nothing in return and because I enjoyed it. So that was a sign for me that I, this, is, this is for me. Alex Costa, you're an inspiration. You are crushing it. And it's really been fun to watch your rise and, and all the exciting things that you're doing. Guys, we're going to link to all of Alex's stuff down below if you want to check him out. Make sure to go subscribe on his YouTube channel. Also, make sure to go check out his inner circle along with Forte. What is the website for Forte? ForteSeries.com. ForteSeries.com. Alex Costa, thank you so much, man. When I get out to LA or Austin, if you end up making it there, <laughs> I definitely want to film another video. Cool? Yes, please. Let's do it. All right. Thanks, brother. Keep going. Thank you. Gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode. As always, I appreciate your support. Once again, if you found this episode or any of the content I've put out in the past helpful, please leave a rating and review on the platform you're listening to this on. Once again, every week, we're going to read out and feature a few of my personal favorite reviews. And if you're looking to upgrade your sunglass game, don't forget to check out enemy.com. Honestly, the quality of these glasses for the price is insane. Just read the reviews. Gentlemen, stay awesome.